One of the hats that I wear, particularly during football season, is chaplain for our local community football club. And uh, through winter, you find me uh, down there um, uh, most uh, Saturdays. Uh, you find me down there on a, on a Thursday uh, night uh, when um, uh, training happens for... Um, uh, training happens uh, and action happens down there every night of the week and all over the weekend. Uh, so I can't cover all of that, but I'm down there uh, a, a little bit through winter. And uh, as a part of that, I find myself interacting with all kinds of different people as well as filling all kinds of different roles at times. And one of those roles that I stepped into for the senior men's most uh, senior men team's most important game of the year at semi-final last year was the role of timekeeper. Because that Saturday morning I got a call from the team manager saying, Rev, that's what they call me, Rev, the regular timekeeper's in hospital. Any chance you could fill his shoes today? And that, uh, he, he knew that uh, I'd offered to help in whatever way was, was needed along the way. And uh, I had a little bit of an understanding because I'd sat beside the, 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 the timekeeper at times and, and I'd um, uh, journeyed relationally with him a bit. And so there I was, chaplain come timekeeper, responsible not only for offering care as needed for people around the club, but also thrown into the important role of being the timekeeper for the day. Now, if you know anything about football, timekeeping, the timekeeping role is, what, is a really important role. You've got to get it right. But we are all timekeepers, actually. We are all timekeepers for our lives whether we realise it or not. We are all responsible for what we fill our time with as we live out our days on this earth. Time is one of the most significant resources that God has given us, the resource of time. And while it might feel like sometimes we haven't got enough time in our lives or in our days, the reality is we're all given the same amount of time by God. This week we've all had 168 hours. Across January, we all, had uh, we all had 744 hours. And so as we continue our summer series on filling the slate of my life, and as, as Christina continues to sketch some visuals for us as she's been doing through this series, and uh, uh, again, thank you, Christina. Um, it, it just gives a, a different dimension uh, so that you not only uh, hear uh, what, what God has to say to us, but, but there might be something visually that, uh, that will be um, uh, helpful and a blessing to you in that. So thank you, Christina. So today we're looking at what we fill our time with. And the verses that Dorothy read from Ephesians chapter, uh, chapter 5 give us some really important principles. They were just a, it was just a short reading, just a few verses, but there's some really important principles there from God's word about the use of our time or what we fill our time with. The early chapters of Ephesians focus on what we believe, our theology. But into the, as you come into the second half of Ephesians, the focus shifts from building on, how, on, on what we believe to how what we believe is lived out in our lives. And uh, in the chapter just before, the one that Dorothy read from, it says this in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. Paul says, I tell you this and insist on it in the Lord that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. The significance of that is that 
Paul is saying that as God's people, we are to live in ways that, ref- that align with God's ways for us. We're not to live in, in ways that, 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 that is just like the, everybody else around us, not in the same ways that everybody else might live if, they, and if those ways are not aligned with God's best for us. And that includes what we fill our time with. So let's take a closer look at some things that the Bible tells us to be when it comes to how we live or spend our time in these verses. And I, 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 I say what the Bible tells us to be. It doesn't tell us what to do, but it tells us what to be. Number one, be careful. Verse 15, as Dorothy read, be very careful then how you live. Not just be careful, but be very careful. The word in the original language here for careful was also was used to speak of being ac- something being accurate or something being really precise. And as I think about uh, that, that role that, that I needed to be on that day when I was the timekeeper for, for the footy club, I needed to be accurate. I needed to be precise. I couldn't get that wrong. I, 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 in football timekeeping, you've got to get it just spot on. You're on, you're off, you're on, you're off. Every minute counts, every second counts. And if that's true in a football game, it's even more true in life. I had to be careful to get it right. And I had to be intentional about what I was doing rather than just, oh, well, we'll let things happen as they happen. Now, I will confess that at times wearing my chaplain's hat, I was chatting to someone on the side and I got pulled up a few times. (laughs) On that day, no chatting. You concentrate on what you've got to do. The same is true with how we live and fill our time with. It's something that we need to have some intentionality and deliberateness and take some care about, God is saying here. God says, not just be careful, but be very careful. Be intentional about it. Think about it. Make, make sure that, there's a, that there's, there's a plan with it. Make sure that it's not just ad hoc how you spend your, what you fill your time with. Then secondly, we are to be what? Not only be careful, but be wise when it comes to what we fill our time with. Read on into verse 15. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. The Bible doesn't say be busy. It doesn't say to be busy or not to be busy, but it says to be wise, to make the most of of every opportunity, it goes on to say into verse 16. Not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Some, some, some translations put it, um, instead of make the most of every opportunity, make the best use of the time. The question is, am I? Are you doing that? Will we do that during 2023? Have we got a plan for, 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 for our, um, uh, our lives and, and our spiritual lives should include a plan for how we fill our time? What that looks like for you and me will be different. It'll be different for all of us. But it's important that we are careful, the Bible says, and that we are wise about it. The next verse, verse 17, makes it clear what that involves as followers of Jesus. It says... Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Followers of Jesus, God's saying, we we are to understand or be aware of what God wants for us in each and every aspect of our lives. That includes what we fill our time with. For a follower of Jesus, it's it's not just an issue of what we want or what we think, but it's an issue of what is God's will here? 
Uh, the Lord's Prayer says, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And a central part of the on earth part in each of our lives, no matter what age, of, what age we are, no matter what stage of life, is how we spend our time or what we fill the, what we fill the time of our lives with. Then we come to verse 18. Verse 18, and, and you, you might think, no, this goes off on a, on a bit of a tangent, or what's the connection here? Where it says, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. This is not a tangent at all when you understand the significance of, of what's, what it's saying here. It's instructing us to be filled with the Spirit instead of being drunk on wine. And the principle here is essentially this. Don't waste your life. Don't waste your time on activities that are unfruitful. And what, what it describes here is one of those, getting drunk on wine. It's, it's saying that's, that's an unfruitful use of your time in God's purposes. But other things can be that as well. Spending too much time doing, doing, doing things that are unfruitful in a life, there are many other things that can be unfruitful. We can be unfruitful spending too much time in front of a screen or on a phone or watching TV or, or in front of a computer or doing one of numerous other things that are unfruitful. I know I, I, uh, I have to check myself sometimes with my phone. My phone's a really important part of, 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 uh, of, of my life, uh, but, but I have to make sure that I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not spending too much time on my phone. What, what might it be for you? that is an unfruitful activity, perhaps, or an unfruitful focus. Nothing wrong with it, but if you spend too much time on that or in that space, it can be unfruitful. Allow the Spirit of God, Paul, uh, the, the Bible is saying here, to guide and shape what we fill our time with. Do not, get, do not get drunk on wine, but instead be filled with the Spirit. So what might it look like for you and I to do that? Three important things. I want to suggest that we need to make space for in our lives as followers of Jesus. Whoever you are, whatever your situation, whatever age or stage of life. Number one, make space for renewal time. Well, that's what I've been doing the last couple of weeks. The last couple of weeks for me have been renewal time. But we all need it in different ways in our lives. Why, why, why do we need that? Because we can get so busy filling our lives with so many different things, all kinds of different things. And yet, without building renewal time into our lives, doesn't matter who we are, we, come, we become less effective in everything else that's a part of God's purposes for us. Even Jesus made space for renewal time. And if he needed to make space for it, we all of us do as well. It's part of God's plan for us. Number one thing to, to, to make sure in your being wise and being careful Am I making space in my life for renewal time into 2023? Number two thing to make space for in our lives as followers of Jesus is not just renewal time, but relationships time. Relationships. Relationship with God, relationship with family and friends, relationships with others in the church family. But if the reality is, if we're not careful, what happens in life is what's most immediate can, uh, can, can squeeze out what's most important. I'll say that again. What's most immediate can squeeze out what's most important. And what can happen is that relationship with God, relationship with family and friends, relationship in community with God's people, what happens? It gets squeezed out. It goes to the margins and it, it, it gets squeezed out. 
I've rarely, if ever, I had the, the privilege of journeying with the people at all stages of life as a pastor, and that includes the later stages of their lives when they know that they don't have many days left on this earth. And I've rarely, if ever, heard people say when they realise that they have limited time left in their lives on this earth, that they wish they'd spent more time at work, or they wish they'd spent more time in recreation, or they wish they spent more time in other things. But I have heard people say that they wish they had made more space for relationship in their lives. Into 2023, will you make space and time for developing and, in, and, and intentionally, with, uh, wisely, carefully developing and deepening your relationship with God. Developing and deepening your relationship with your family and friends. And what about developing and deepening relationship with others in the church family? Being a part of a small group during 2023 is a way of doing that, as I spoke earlier about during the communication time. Make time, make space. Fill your time with renewal time. Fill it with relationships time. These things are often don't take up the biggest chunks of our time. Work and, 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 and other things can, can do that. But these things are the most important. Renewal time, relationship time, and thirdly and finally, make space for what I'd call redeeming time. Redeeming time. We all live in the time between Jesus' first coming to earth and his second coming. Jesus came to, to earth uh, thousands of years ago. Jesus is coming back again. And we don't know exactly when that's going to be, but we need to make sure we're ready for it. But we live in that time between Jesus' first coming and his second coming. And in that time between those two, God is redeeming or restoring life on this earth to be more in line with what he created it to be. That's the work of God's kingdom. And as followers of Jesus, we are called to be an active part, in, in an active way, we are called to be a part of that. We are called to make space in our lives for contributing towards or working towards or serving in God's redemptive purposes. You can do that through, through, through a work situation that, that you're in. You, you can serve God, and, and, and it's important to serve God through a work situation. That's a, that can be a part of God's redemptive purposes. But we are, we are called in many ways to be a part of God's redemptive purposes. And again, some of the ways you can do that through the life and ministry of this church are outlined in that booklet that uh, I highlighted earlier in the communication time. And I want to encourage you and challenge you to consider how am I making space for redeeming time in my life? In what ways can I contribute to God's work of redemption and restoration? In what ways can I be a part of redeeming time uh, and, and, and be a contributor, not a consumer, in God's purposes during 2023. So as I close, as we move in a moment into a time of communion, I'm going to sing a song that speaks about the Father's, the depth of the Father's love for us. What better focus is there for us as we consider God's word, as we consider God's, on working, God's ongoing work in our lives? What better focus than to focus in on God's love for us and allow that, the depth of God's love to us, to shape the days of our lives that God has gifted to us as well as his gift of grace shown at the cross, uh, the Father's love. So we're going to move into that now.
and uh, then transition into a time of communion.